all our lives, we've been told to go to school, get good grades, get a good job, and you'll be set. How's that working out for you? I'm Tavana Denise, physical therapist turned life and business coach, and I'm on a mission to help you create a life you love and a business on your terms. If you want more time, more freedom, more flexibility, I can help you create it. Welcome to Breaking Protocol, the show for women in healthcare who want more. Oh man, you missed it. We had a blast at the member meetup yesterday for the Thrive Network. And so I think this is something that we're going to do on a monthly basis. And if you want to be a part, make sure you are in the Thrive Network. All you have to do is go to tavanadenise.com forward slash thrive, and we will get you in there. Make sure you have access to all the details of all of the future events. But what was interesting about what happened yesterday was I asked the attendees a simple question. Who is your ideal client? Because the purpose of the meetup is to find out who's in the group, who was in the room, so that we can truly collaborate and support one another. And it's so much easier for me as a connector if I know who you're looking for, then I can do these email introductions, which I do all the time, or I can send resources. It's just easier all the way around, even for me, right? So I wanted to know who was everyone's ideal client. And it was fascinating to watch how people chose to answer that question because they would say things like, I'm a generalist. I don't want to be stuck in a box. I see people from the cradle to the grave. I see this person and that person. And sometimes, you know, it was all over the place. And the interesting thing about that is sometimes people rambled on and on and on and on. And I felt myself struggling to maintain concentration. One, if I can't concentrate on it, I'm not going to remember it. So I thought that was fascinating. And then we talked about what do you need? And some people were just saying, I'm overwhelmed. I feel scattered. I feel all over the place. And we're going to talk about why that's happening today and how to truly protect your energy as you build your business. Because I think a lot of us carry some of that employee mentality into entrepreneurship. And what I mean by that is when we're employees, we do what we're told. We see whoever we've been told to see. When I would go into the clinic, I would walk in. I would have however many patients on my, on my list. They put whomever, wherever, right? So I just showed up and I saw whoever. That made me a generalist. Patients were fed to me. I didn't have to go get them. I just saw whoever was on the docket, right? But when we get into a space of having our own business, at least for me and I'm assuming the same is true for you, that you got into business to have a bit more autonomy, a bit more freedom, a bit more control, right? And so I think it's interesting that we take this mentality of we have to show up and see whoever when we run our business. And then we complain that we're overwhelmed, that we're exhausted. And sometimes I even see people hold themselves back from growth. I see people hold themselves back from even getting started just by the anticipation of being overwhelmed. 
not the reality of being overwhelmed, this anticipation of being overwhelmed or exhausted. And I think that's so fascinating because we get to decide. And I, and I hope that today I help you see a few ways why this is happening and how you can get past that. Because why would a person leave a job that is thought to be secure where they didn't have to do anything but show up and do their work and go home? Sometimes they have to take the notes home, but you don't have to do the marketing, the sales, all of the other paper. Like, why would a person leave that situation to go put on all the hats and not see the types of people that they want to see? So when we do that, when we take that employee mentality into our business, it leads to that fatigue. It can lead to burnout, even as a business owner. And we wonder why we hold ourselves back from growing. And we say, this is for the birds, right? But I also think that it's from a feeling of lack, a feeling of, if I don't take everyone, if I don't say yes to everyone, then I won't have enough clients or won't have enough patients. And I'll address that in a few. But as I said, as a business owner, you get to decide. It's not who bumps into your business, as one of my mentors says. Like when we hang up our shingle, whether it be a real shingle or a virtual shingle saying I'm open for business, sometimes people are naturally going to be, oh, there's a physical therapist. There's a wellness coach. Let me go check them out. But in the, in the space of entrepreneurship, we can hang the shingle up and people can see the sign, but it's really up to us if you are going to design a business that you love, that supports a life you love, that you be selective in who you work with because our energy at times can come from our work. A number of us mentioned that we're impasse and that exchange of energy can be very draining to us. And so it's very important that as you build your business, you protect your energy. So when you think about the question of who is my ideal client, ask yourself, who lights you up? If you had a full practice of this person, who would you love to see day in and day out? What type of person? Not necessarily just their age, but what is their personality like? What is their spirit like, right? I remember my mom telling me about having that same feeling of being exhausted near burnout and overwhelm in her business when she ran an assisted living facility. And she was spending all all this time on the phone with the wrong people. She would spend 45 minutes to an hour with the person talking to them when they were the wrong fit for the type of facility and the type of assist that, that she could provide. And I thought, that's interesting. So all you have to do, mom, is ask one specific question closer to the beginning of your conversation, and then you can easily screen people in and continue the conversation or screen them out and refer them out because then you know a key piece of information that you can pass on to one of the ladies in your network that also runs assisted living facilities. So you get to decide. Make sure that you have a referral network, that you have referral sources and partners that you all can help one another. 
And that's part of the reason why we do these meetups. That's why we have the group so we can support one another. One of the women recognize it. She does pelvic floor, but she doesn't like pelvic floor for men. So her business partner does, and they swap patients quite frequently because business is hard enough and we don't have to make it harder by seeing people we don't want to see, right? Or that we're just not, we just don't enjoy seeing, or maybe it's not our strong suit. That's the beautiful thing about being in business for yourself is you get to decide. Then I think about energy vampires in the form of clients. I remember being in the clinic and just knowing, even though I love people, they're just for certain people with certain types of personalities and energy that I was just exhausted after I finished seeing them. And the good thing about being in business is I don't have to say yes to people that I get this weird vibe from that I don't think we're going to be a good fit because I work very intimately with my clients. I care very much about them and I want to know how they're doing. And I, I want to be excited when I see a message from them. I don't want to be like, oh, brother, here we go again, right? So when was the last time you asked yourself, what do I want? What do I want to do? What lights me up? Who lights me up? Because it's not really work when you're enjoying it. Like being in the flow of I'm challenged by this and excited at the same time. Burnout doesn't usually happen when you're doing work that you love and that you choose. That you get to decide who you work with, that you actually are the gatekeeper and you get to say yay or nay. And it makes me think of that um, <laughs> pretty woman. She says, I say who, I say when, I say who. <laughs> so it makes me think of that, right? You are the gatekeeper. You get to say who, you get to say when. And this comes with a bit of faith, right? Because you have to trust and you have to understand actually that there are enough people. How many people do you need to be happy? How many do you need to pay your bills? How many do you need to take the extra trip once a quarter or whatever it's gonna be? If you got specific, do you think you could find the people, the clients that you enjoy working with? Think about your current client list. If you have one, do you think they might have friends or hang in circles with similar people? I know my peer group, they pretty much are like me. <laughs> Women with a similar educational background, similar finances, similar interests, things like that. So if you have one, is it not plausible that you can find others like them? The other way I see us drain our energy, and I phrase it that way, is because when we take ownership and radical responsibility for what's going on in our lives, then we can change it. We drain our energy by trying to be too many things, do too many things for too many people. It's important that we be good stewards of our resources of time and money and energy. On the last episode, we talked about money, but what about time and what about energy? Because time is the only resource we can't get back. We can make more money. We can't make more time. And energy is one of those funny ones too. Nina Simone said, you will use up everything you've got 
trying to give everybody what they want. So what do you want? This brings me to the question that people go back and forth and back and forth on sometimes in terms of to niche down or not to niche down. And I know you're a helper. I'm a helper. We love helping people. And I know you're pretty smart. I'm pretty smart. I know a lot of things. You know a lot of things. So the the temptation can be, well, I can do it. But then my question always back to, to you is, but should you? Do you want to? Right? Just because you can do it, should you? Are you the best suited to help the people that you're trying to serve? Like, can you truly help all the people? I know I can So what if it would be helpful to refer some of those people out that you maybe are not the strongest suited to help them? And in turn, it comes back to you where that person's like, oh, okay, I know somebody that loves whatever it is that you do, and then they can send them your way. So then sometimes the question becomes, well, what if you like to do multiple things and you don't want to be locked in or you get bored? And I get it. Because call me a commitment phobe or whatever, I like a lot of stuff. I have a lot of interests. So what you can do in that case is find a specific group of people that often have multiple challenges or problems that you can help solve. That way you're still specific in that, let's say, for example, you are a health or wellness coach for women going through menopause. That demographic, even though it's specific, like they're women going through menopause, that could span several years, right? They have specific challenges. Many of them are also empty nesters, even though you may not describe them that way. But it allows you to talk about multiple things, but in that context. So anytime anybody comes across someone that's going through menopause, they're going to think about you. But once that person is in front of you, that person has multiple things that they could be dealing with. So it keeps it interesting. And if you haven't quite figured out what your niche is, maybe it's because you're in a season of yes. I often ask my clients that are really struggling with niching down especially if they're in the beginning, I say, well, okay, give yourself some space and grace and compassion. You're in a season of yes. How about you just say yes to all the opportunities and make sure that you understand what you are to be walking away from. Is it learning a new skill? Is it just checking it off the box to see, do I like doing this? Is it to to have some credibility? Is it to test your services? Sometimes when you're in the beginning, a lot of people will hold themselves back from even starting because they want to get it right. They want to pick the right avenue first and then get started. And sometimes I would say if you're in the season of yes, which is usually in the beginning, you just start and you accept any opportunity that you can find or that's presented to you so that you can say, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, love it, 
or I don't like it, but I at least get real world feedback and experiences. And then you have people that also have experienced your work. And even if you don't end up working with that specific type of person, they know the caliber of your work, the caliber of person that you are, and they can still refer people to you. So it's still better to get started because in that instance, you're still helping people and you still have the ability to make money rather than sitting back and thinking about and pontificating over what's the best route to take. Meanwhile, you're not making any money. You're not helping anybody. You're not getting any more experience. Like, here's an example, going to the mall, going to a store. When you go to the store, you might have an idea of what you want to try on, but maybe you don't and you're just in the store and you start trying various things on. Oh, this one doesn't fit right in the shoulders. Or, oh, these jeans are cute, but when I sit down, mm -mm. <laughs> right? So maybe that's what you do in the beginning. And as you get more experience in working with people, then you realize, no, I don't like working with this type of person. So sometimes you just have to kiss a bunch of frogs to get to your prince. And in the beginning, it's okay, because what you'll notice is there's a natural transition in business where you have plenty of time, possibly, in the beginning. And so you take on all the projects and all the opportunities. But then you get to a part where you have a number of clients, and you're like, well, wait a minute, I need to be a little more selective in what I do choose. And then you start shifting to the season of no. So it's okay to just recognize where you are and just understand when you accept an opportunity, what are you adding to the experience and what are you getting from the experience? Because by sitting back and waiting to figure it out, to waiting to get it right, waiting to get it perfect, you actually keep yourself from finding the answer. So on Friday, May 15th, we are actually going to sift through your ideas and help you figure out the best course of action to actually get started. So you can start making progress, start helping people, get some real world feedback and credibility and possibly start making some money, right? In the Launch with Confidence workshop, that's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna help you take all of those ideas that you have and figure out how to put them together in a concise manner that doesn't take five minutes to tell people about, right? That maybe takes 60 seconds to tell people what you do so that as soon as you start telling people, they can immediately say, oh, I know who you need to talk to. Or at least they start going through their mental Rolodex of who to be on the lookout for in the future for you. So we're gonna do that. We're also gonna make sure that you understand how to use your time so that you're not overwhelmed and you know when you're going to get what done. And then we're also gonna talk about my favorite things, how to find your favorite clients and maybe change some of your thoughts and beliefs and stories around selling so that you can actually help people. Because I promise you, even if you're giving something to people for free, you have to sell it because then they are thinking in their mind, oh, I've got to give up my time for this. So that's what we're going to cover. And if you're interested in the Launch with Confidence workshop, just go to the website. And as always, if you're interested in finding about any of my programs or what it's like to work with me, let's have a chat. Just go to tavonadenise.com forward slash momentum. And I will talk to you next time, friend.